Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers, and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics, and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Hey everyone, here is Daniel Budai with a new episode of our Ecom show. And today I'm here with one of our wonderful account managers, Valentina, right from uh, China, right? You are in exactly. Shanghai. Shanghai. So, yeah, she's a big traveler, traveler and uh, speaks many languages. And uh, today we will discuss uh, a case study with one of our clients. And uh, this client is in uh, household items, mainly kitchens. Uh, sorry, mainly knives. And uh, this case study became a case study not just for us, but also for our partner, Ricard, because uh, they became a client uh, a while ago. And first we set up their email marketing. But after a while, around a year ago, we started doing SMS marketing with Ricard and we generated great results. So we just had a chat with Valentina and we achieved around $800,000 with SMS marketing in the last almost one year. And I think that's a great result. And um, this case study is on our website as well. We will share it later, but uh, yeah. So let's talk about this client, Valentina. Awesome. So uh, our client, uh, the niche of our client is uh, in their like kitchenware. So mostly like we are selling knife. They are like, we have a different type of knives for different like uh, cooking goals. And uh, although you might think that uh, we might have like a women uh, audience because it's also like about cooking. Um, no, meaning that the, the audience is mostly about, uh, about men and their age like range around like uh, 33 and um, until like up to uh, 50 years old so it's a very like a broad uh, broad audience and we can see that um, these people are very very like into this uh, like knife word and mm-hmm. it was very like surprising to see uh, the high engagement that we are receiving both from uh, from emails but especially uh, SMS uh, marketing how expensive these knives are? So the price range from like a hundred dollars up to three hundred, four hundred. That's because oh. uh, we're also selling. Yes, we're also selling uh, bundles. So the the price of the the bundles are with two or three. Uh, some I think that the uh, the highest bundle it has like six knives. So of course the price oh. is uh, is more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, how did we start with email marketing and uh, what happened? How does it look like before SMS, what we had? So in the, the client joined us in uh, 2021 and uh, we initially started doing only uh, email marketing mm-hmm. uh, in November. And then a few months after, we also decided to leverage the SMS uh, marketing because the client um 
we suggested like to the client and the client also agreed that it was like a space that uh, he wanted to explore back then. Actually, like two years ago, uh, SMS marketing, I would say that it was kind of like less known and less developed than now. So now it's like a must have uh, service, but before it wasn't like that. So uh, this client was uh, kind of our like a guinea pig. So we started uh, we started with uh, with uh, with them, and um, at the beginning we were uh, using uh, SMS Bump, and we were using Recart only for Facebook Messenger. But then we decided to move into Recart because um, we thought that it was like a better fit for this client, and also we wanted to keep uh, all. Uh, um, like the, the Facebook and SMS in the same uh, in the same platform, mm-hmm. and we could see that um, we recur with the support also of Recard team. We um, improve what we previously have in SMS BAM, so we improve like the the copy, uh, the tone of voice, as well as the design of uh, uh, of the pop up. So we we started like seeing um, highest results in uh, in Recards. Uh, and that that's also because we mm, we were like deeply like segmenting our audience and we were uh, like implementing uh, a lot of like strategy that I, I guess that we will dig uh, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I can see many companies doing SMS right now because they understand it's important. Um, yeah, but I still think it's not mainstream enough. Like I, I saw a statistic that the big, uh, biggest Shopify brands, Shopify Plus brands, um, only 20% of them use SMS. So 80% they don't use, which is still crazy. Um, but anyway. It also depends on the industry, I would see. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we have some clients that they wanted to have the SMS yeah. uh, marketing, but there are some uh, niche that they're not allowed. Yeah, so yeah. this yeah. also impacts these numbers i would say yeah that's true um so yeah i think uh, sms is still a thing that could grow and and more clients should have it and we we are very proactive to to do it for clients because of the great results um but also you need the time to look into the data and the segments and and think about strategy because if you just set up an abandoned cart flow all right that's cool but there are much more than that in sms marketing um so when did we migrate to Ricard? Which month it was, was it? it was May 2022. All right, so now a year ago, a bit more than a yeah. year ago. Um also Ricard is amazing with their support, so they are very responsive. We have a shared selection also, we really like them. Um what were the first things that we set up for uh, this client in Ricard? So the, the must-have like flows that we set up at the very beginning was uh, the welcome flow. And the welcome flow was linked to, um, to the pop-up that um, now we, we have the, the mobile version in, uh, in Recart. So we have a multi-step pop-up, which is called like the Trojan strategy, where we are offering uh, the first slide is about email. So people, uh, they opt in for emails and we are giving uh, a discount. And then the second slide it's for SMS opt-in, where usually we increase the discount in order to incentivize mm-hmm. people to to leave their number because we all know that the number can be a little bit more uh, private and uh, people feel like that it's a little bit more intrusive in the email. So yeah. we need we need to give like 
a better incentives to to opt in through uh, through SMS. Yeah, yeah. Then, this, yeah, go ahead. No, and then we enabled the the abandon card, the browser. Actually, the browser abandonment flow it was implemented um, recently because uh, it was something new for um, for Ricard. So it was something that we implemented after. So this is also important mm -hmm. to take into consideration because. For the past year, like mostly we didn't have these uh, enabled. So although we didn't have these uh, super important flow, like numbers were uh, like super high. Yeah. And then we have new customer flow. Uh, we also enable uh, some like, let's say, transactional um, flows. For example, uh, the order fulfillment or the, the, the receipt flow which I was thinking that they would have never like generated even like uh, a penny, but uh, surprisingly, they're also generating um, a lot of revenue. So I would mm. definitely recommend enabling them. Amazing. What was the highest performing flow now for this store? The welcome flow. Yeah, because of, uh, I think it even makes more money than the email welcome flow. Yes. Or comparable even more. I at least, yes, at least for, uh, for a period of time, it was like that. But uh, overall, the SMS revenue has always uh, over, uh, overcame the, the, the revenue coming from emails. Right wow. now, it's like the, the fourth month uh, in a row. Yeah. That's amazing. And uh, you said that SMS is the second step in the pop-up, so it's not even the first. More, probably more people sign up for email than SMS with phone number, but still SMS welcome flow makes more money. So yeah, that's yes. crazy. Um, so these were the initial steps, the flows. And I think uh, if, if you don't do anything else with SMS, only the flows, it's already worth it because they are automated, they work well. But there are much more than that in SMS. And what we did after, I know we had Black Friday last year, we had great results. What were the strategy there? So after implementing the flows, um, we, we came from SMS BAM, so we already have uh, a few subscribers in the list. So we were able to send SMS campaigns from, uh, from the get-go. But mm -hmm. if it's a new client uh, we, that never had like SMS services, of course, you need to wait at least a month before being able to send um, SMS campaigns. At the very beginning, so since the list was pretty small, we started uh, sending only two, maximum three uh, SMS per month. But as the, the list started growing, right now we are sending 10, 11 SMS. Yeah, campaigns, right? Campaigns, yes. Yeah. So I know that um, it is known that like the, the, the average number of SMS campaigns that it's considered like a best practice is around six. Mm -hmm. But I would say that this, all, this depends because if you have a very engaged audience, uh, if you see that your campaigns are performing very well, if your list is pretty big uh, or, or it keeps like growing month by month, I would suggest to like not limit yourself to six SMS, but uh, gradually implement more. So this is what we do. We're starting um, sending seven SMS, eight. And we could see for other clients, for example, that's, as we um, increase the number of SMS, we also saw an increase in the unsubscribe rate. But yeah. for this client, this didn't happen. So of course, mm. we, we continue uh, increasing the number of SMS and now uh, we are sending around 10, uh, 11. That's amazing. So 
two or even three per week. And, uh, per month, and per month. The oh, yes, now yes. And the unsubscribe rate uh, has, hasn't decreased. That's, that's crazy. I mean, I think we have all the green lights to send even more and more because uh, we make good revenue. People don't unsubscribe. They are engaged. The list is growing. So that's, that's great news, I think. Um, also, I know you A-B tested MMS versus SMS. So sending more images. And uh, what was the result there? So, yeah, we we started running a few A-B tests since now we have enough data to get, like, conclusive results. So the first, uh, I would say, I mean, the very basic um, A-B test that you can do at the very beginning is um, A-B testing MMS versus SMS. Mm-hmm. And um, with MMS it, MMS, it means that you add an image. So uh, you can decide if you can add like a GIF. Um, it depends also like the, the audience that you have. Uh, in our cases, we were uh, sending, for example, if we were sending a product launch SMS, we were adding the image of the products, the new products that we were launching. Uh, for the sales event, we were, um, we were using like banners or images that they were related to the sales event. So uh you also need to carefully pick the the right image and the results were that uh surprisingly like the, the click to rate uh, it was a little bit better for sms so sms without any image but in terms of revenue we could see that it was higher for mms mm, okay the total revenue or revenue per recipient or the how? total revenue i see and uh so what was the conclu- conclusion so far? Is it worth it? Because I, I know MMS is much more expensive. I don't know how much more, but multiple times, right? Yes, it is. It is. So um, the good thing is that when you use MMS, you're also, uh, you can also use like plenty of, uh, of emoji within the text because yeah. the MMS is already considered a special character. So you can... Um, you can include like unlimited uh, emoji. That's what we also we also did with emoji. The A/B test. I mean, it wasn't so. It wasn't. It wasn't very conclusive. Meaning, mm. adding emoji or without emoji, it, it didn't make like a huge uh, a huge difference. Yeah. So the results are that um, yeah, when we have a product launch, the MMS uh, version it always drive a little bit more revenue compared mm. to the SMS. Um, and also in regards to the length of the copy, we were also A-B testing short copy versus long copy. And we noticed that the click rates, it's better when the, the message is shorter and more like concise, okay. more like to the point. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Um, so I will share my screen and let's take, a, let's take a look at this case study. We have it on the website so everyone can find it. Hey Budai Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast and if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. Everyone can go to our website and go to case studies and there you can find it. So... This is not the whole story because this is only the few initial months. Basically, we 
went from a 28k to to a six figure number and uh, this was uh, one third 33 percent of total sales of this uh, brand from sms marketing uh, for this brand so we generated almost uh, three hundred thousand dollars just in two months with uh, sms and this surpassed the revenue from email marketing so I think those are crazy numbers. Uh, during Black Friday, one third of the revenue from SMS marketing, more than from email. I think that's crazy. And uh, this is how we could uh, grow the SMS marketing revenue per month. So I think the start was also strong, by the way, 28K per month from SMS, but we got to 140K in November. And uh, yeah, I think that's, that's great. And since then, we enabled more flows. We send even more campaigns. So, um, you know, since then, we scale this further. Um, so these are a few campaigns that we sent out. I don't know, Valentina, you want to mention anything about these or highlight any of the campaigns? Uh, I, I can see this opening uh, message made more than 7K. So this was the most successful here. Yeah, for uh, the Black Friday Cyber Monday, we actually um, did like something extra, meaning we created a landing page with the help mm -hmm. and support of, uh, of Ricards, mm -hmm. a landing page um, that it was focusing on collecting uh, SMS subscribers, because okay. our goal was not only to gain new SMS subscribers, but also convert our current um email subscribers to SMS subscribers. Mm. So we created the landing page um, and then we um, we sent an email mm -hmm. uh, before Black Friday, Cyber Monday saying, hey, um, we are running our Black Friday, Cyber Monday early this year uh, and we are first like releasing our crazy sales uh, in our SMS community. So if you're not part yet, uh, please join us here. And then mm -hmm. we, were, uh, we left we included the link to the landing page. Um, and we could see that actually on the day that we send the emails, the, the number of SMS subscribers increased. Uh, yeah. So we knew that it was because of this email. And um, we wanted to uh, reward our SMS subscribers uh, because um, as we said before, like SMS can be a little bit more intrusive. So we really want to give our customers the value um, of being an SMS subscriber. So when mm -hmm. we also implement the VIP strategies, uh, it's not just it, like it, it's not just an excuse, but we we actually do it. So we really uh, send the the early bird access um, SMS to the most engaged customers. So people, for example, uh, that uh, bought more than three times with us or two times. It depends, of course, also all of, of the size of the segment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so this is like, we want to really uh, reward our most uh, loyal uh, customers. Mm -hmm. So we implemented yeah. this, this strategy here. Uh, we implemented the, uh, the announcement sale. So um, we were saying that we are going to run uh, a big sale and uh, it's better that if, if you prepare your card for tomorrow or whatever day it is, mm -hmm. then we have the, the opening. So it's the actual the official launch of uh, the official opening of the sale. Uh, then we we run a, a last chance, 
And um, we could also see that uh, the extended Black Friday, Cyber Monday SMS, mm-hmm. um, in this case, was uh, is in draft, but uh, we sent it and uh, it generated... Ah, yeah, this one, right? It didn't yeah. work as well, the extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, when, when we sent it out, uh, it generated a lot of revenue. So we could see that by, yeah. by, just, by, just, by just saying, hey, we extended the sale for you, uh-huh. uh, we made it like feel like... Uh, I mean, actually, it was true. Like, we, we extended it by, by a yeah. few days. And uh, yeah, results were, were incredible. So yeah, this yeah. is something that works. Yeah, actually, in this screenshot, it's a draft. So... Uh, we don't know how much it made, but uh, yeah, as Valentina said, it also made good amount. Yes. It's always a question if somebody, uh, if a brand should extend a sales event because it goes against what you said before. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are different opinions on this, but here it worked out very well. So, so yeah, we did an extension of the event. And as I can see, we also, uh, or the client also ran ads to the landing page. So, um, we really like these clients where they understand that uh, Facebook and Instagram ads, they are, not, they are good not just to drive traffic to the product page and make conversion, but uh, also they are good to drive people to a landing page, get them to subscribe to SMS or email, and later uh, we can monetize those uh, new subscribers. And uh, this is something that... Uh, Honestly, not every business owner understands, but uh, I wish everyone would understand it because in the long run, uh, it generates great revenue for the business. So, yeah, I'm happy to see that this client did that. Um, And also we send many campaigns, so it's also a numbers game. Um, Yeah, this is one of the messages we sent out. And uh, these are some of the numbers. So if I read it well, we collected uh, how many subscribers in one year for SMS? Around 20? 23,000. 23,000 subscribers. And yes. now, now I don't know the uh, value of them on the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure they have a very high lifetime value, uh, even higher than email subscribers. Um, so to conclude, we generated uh, one third of the revenue in November. I think this is November, right? Yes. Um, and 25% from email. So that's more than 50%, more than half of their revenue from these channels. And I know attribution is always a question. People are skeptical nowadays, but I think this is a, still a conservative estimation. So both Clavio and Ricard, uh, they are not too, you know, I, I, th- I think they use very conservative attribution. So we can confidently say that half of the revenue came from these two channels uh, during Black Friday, which is, which is great. There is a common thing or, you know, people say this many business owners that I'm afraid that people will hate me if I send text messages all the time. And we hear this too much, right? Especially after seeing these numbers. I hope this video will help them understand that you shouldn't be afraid to send, but what else would you tell them to th- those people? I mean, I would say that until uh, until you try, you you don't know, and actually, you you have a, yeah you you have a lot of like thoughts about it. Oh, but uh, people like they, they they would never leave the number; it's too intrusive, or I don't want to bother them. But 
but then you you realize that actually that's that's not 100% true so the interaction the engagement and the revenue that that you can generate out of an sms it's incredible i mean for me it's still uh mind blowing because I never, uh, I mean, I, I could never, um, I could never think that, like, thought that we could generate that much revenue out of uh, of SMS, honestly speaking. Uh, but nowadays, I think that, I mean, we all, we are all living with our uh, phone in uh, in our hands, and I think that now SMS is much more uh, faster mm, and also, uh, yeah, straightforward and uh, easier to to yeah. access. So people, they just need to click on a link on their phone. And I, I think that everybody is uh, spending like half of uh, our hours per day on, on our phone. So I would definitely recommend to to try, at least to give it a try and, mm-hmm. uh, and then go go from there. Yeah, and uh, I think it's really it's really a thing where you can stand out because again, just twenty percent of big even big Shopify stores, smaller stores, they use it even less. So even the big guys, only one fifth of them, they use SMS. And if you start using it, it's definitely a competitive advantage for you because it's relatively cheap. You can make good numbers and you make more profits end of the day. So can you can really beat your competition here. Uh, and this, this is still here, this opportunity. Maybe two, three years from now, it won't be here. I don't know. Uh, maybe people get bored by SMS or too many people. But now in 2023, everyone can use it and make money, make profits with this. So, yeah, highly recommended. Um, Valentina, do you want to add anything else? If you don't have SMS marketing, start today. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great bottom line. So, yeah, thanks, Valentina. I really appreciate sharing this uh, story here because uh, and also getting these results because it was your work and and our team's work. And uh, thanks, everyone who watched us or will listen to the podcast later. Stay tuned. Every week we come out with new episodes. And also I will put a link into the description of this case study and also a uh, 50 point checklist that you can use to audit your own email marketing. That's something we use with our new clients as well. And uh, thanks again, everyone, and have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye.